Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. And I'm Sam. Nailed it. For the past seven days, I have recommended we play Knighthood from King. Knighthood. Knighthood. So Knighthood is a 20... It's a 2020 game from King. There is some history, I believe. The makers of Candy Crush Saga and all the Candy Crush related things. One of your favorites. One of my... Mm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it seems like this game was actually developed by a spa-based studio in... Uh, a spa-based studio called Midoki. They, they're based in a spa? They're totally based in a spa. <laughs> Very relaxing. Very relaxing, but kind of, you know, I don't know how they account for the slippery keyboards. <laughs> don't bring your laptop into the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> so, where is spa? Oh, is this a quiz? This, I mean, I don't know. Like, I've, I've heard of it now in the past week. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. I have never heard of it as a geographic location. Okay. Spa is Castle. It a, is it a city in Australia? I don't think it's a place, Sam. I'm you don't say, think it's a place? I think they have. I think they they're trolling us. But this is like the second time that I've heard it in the past week. <laughs> Maybe that's your wife just dropping hints or what to do for your anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Midoki is uh, they're they're quite you know they've made a lot of mobile games before that are very three D in nature. So I think they made like um, another game called let's see. Uh, Plunder Pirates that's been in the charts for a while. It's one of those games that you've always seen around. It's one of those multiplayer games that kind of sucks you in. Uh, And their latest game is Knighthood. Uh, Knighthood is, I would describe as a action RPG. Is it hacking and slashing? It's kind of like... hmm. Mm. It's not really it's not, it's not really a hack and slash in that way, but it's more of a clicker, I would feel. Kind of oh, a clicker. Interesting. Yeah. And because this is a king game, like I think the only way that they would make this kind of RPG based clicker is that it is a gacha style system where you have to collect and adorn <laughs> your character for different things. It's quite unique. Like I, I don't think it's uh I haven't really seen a game like this come from King. So I was very surprised that King was sort of backing this game. Yeah, it sort of has a little bit of a Clash Royale feel to it a little bit in that you've got to, I guess, the game, which took me a while to figure out what the actual game was. You know, uh, you start off with, I say quite a lengthy tutorial where all the enemies you fight are pretty easy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it boils down to like matching the right weapons to the right enemies. Right. And so there are, there are lots of things within the game. Like one is the weapon that you use. You can upgrade your weapon. So everything is about the upgrades. Like you have armor to upgrade. All about the upgrades. Your sword to upgrade. You have your, your rage glove to upgrade. <laughs> and your rage glove has like a certain power that it can do. You also have uh, sort of like two uh, buddy fighters that come along you that are, you know, magical spells that, uh, have different qualities. So initially they set you up with like an archer type person and a barbarian type person, but these can easily be swapped out by things that you collect. And this is where sort of the, the collect-a-thon uh, Clash Royale <laughs> sense comes in because like you get different crystals that allows you to unlock 
different characters that will fight alongside you. And they have different abilities, right? Like one fighter would be better against goblins and another fighters would be better against like outlaws that you encounter. So you kind of have to do this like picking and choosing of like, okay, I know that I'm going to fight these characters next. Let me get my character ready. Right. Yeah. And of course, each character is then upgradable as well. So <laughs> the more you use them, the more XP they get. Uh, and it's an endless cycle of upgrading and fighting and progressing. Yeah. In fact, it's pretty hard to find something that isn't upgradable, really. Right. Everything. Un- unlike so. a MacBook Pro, everything is upgradable in this game. <laughs> Let's talk about the actual gameplay. The actual gameplay. Which I was quite excited about because it's a turn-based system, mm-hmm. which I was surprised about and excited because I... You can I take know, your I feel sweet like world, yes. ass time. <laughs> yeah, I think the world needs more turn-based games. I'm going to come out and say it. Yes, you heard it here first. I agree with that. Um, you get... So you face off against one or more enemies in an arena. Or, well, no, no. Let's not, we'll put a peg in the word arena because that comes later. But mm-hmm. in a certain... Stage. Yeah, in a stage. Three stages yeah. per level. Um, you get four turns or four actions, is a pretty better word, mm-hmm. uh, to attack the enemy um you uh, that is kind of it you take out four and then the enemy gets one, one or hit, two turns one hit yeah each, yeah oh one hit each that's a good point yeah i think that kind so of maybe changes you can face later. off against yeah you can face off against like three characters and each one will try and do their round against you uh and then you'll have four turns again to do to do yeah. your attacks um and that is kind of broadly it in terms of the actual gameplay um you kind of then get like the chaining of different combo moves uh which can then increase your damage which i don't know i never quite got the hang of this because there's really two moves you can make you can either swing your sword which is a tap or you can swipe up which is a punch with your gloves of rage um and then that's that's about it. You can also transfer an attack from one enemy to another. So if you you could do two slashes on the first guy and then swoop over, over to the next one. And I think that also increases the damage done, I think. Um, there are but, lots of like nuances yeah. that the more you play, the more you get used to. You know, like yes. how to start to really combo these attacks that make sense. Like, you know, you have the choice of just doing your default attack with your sword versus like your, your rage glove attack, <laughs> which then has a meter on its own. Uh, yeah. You can also use your other characters to like do the attacks as well. So it's like, there's lots of things that you can use. And I just imagine that the more you play, the more that these will be expanded as well. And so you'll have much more abilities going down the line. You had a very good point. It was, what did you say? It was subtle. These are subtle. Uh, these nuances are not obvious. Like you kind of have to unearth them. Right. And I think also combined with the fact that the enemies are very easy to defeat to, for like a lot of the first like yeah. four chapters, I really struggle to understand like what is this game other than a clicker, right? Right? Like, well, I was like, well, okay, when does the when do I get that little oh aha moment? I this is when I need to do a glove punch versus a swing of mm. my big hammer, and then ah, now I should bring in my archers and the big shouty mad guy who jumps up and down and. <laughs> smacks on the head with a even bigger hammer <laughs> and like i never quite got to that part because all of the, i just won all my games which again also doesn't really motivate you to 
understand the underlying like nuances or new yeah nuance was the word you used um so i felt a little bit i felt Confused. a little yeah. Yeah, yeah or at least um unsure of why i was continuing to play yeah i think if they explained a little bit about like how effective um certain attacks were for certain things yeah i think that would have made made it made the gameplay a little bit more strategic but because it just seemed like it's almost just a clicker where you just have to tap you know and just keep going um there is a benefit to that like you said it can we can this can kind of be a little bit more casual than you want it to Mm, Uh, but also like i was just wanting a little bit more meatiness in the gameplay so that i can actually kind of like on the fly plan out okay i know that guy is immediately weak to this thing uh so i'll use this thing instead like i wish there was just a little bit more of that gameplay it gives you a sense of it because like when you do hit them it says like weak and then like you see the hit point go down for that person just a little bit more yeah but that wasn't as evident for me to use as like a a continuous tactic i just miss (laughs) i was missing that part of the game where oh i need to go on reddit and find out how this game works which i kind Mm. of what i got with like clash royale like oh I played it a little bit. Oh, but I really want to know more. And like, I need to understand how to like build my deck against enemies and what's, what's a good, you know, way to counter right. these types of attacks. And I just never quite got there in this game. I think down the line, it's going to be about <clears throat> to me, what it seems like it's going to be about the equipment that you unlock. Right. Right. Like maybe some of the armor will actually benefit certain attacks. Yeah. Which will allow you to really sort of, plan the armor set and the sword and your side abilities, right? Like your, your two other characters. Mm. Um, and I think yeah. ultimately it's probably going to get to that point where like you have different paths. It's like, oh, I just want this person to be really strong with this t- type of attack. So I should get this armor or look for this armor and try to get it, upgrade yeah. it, look for this weapon because it accompanies it. Um, so I think it's going to be like that type of game. But I feel to get there is probably going to, you probably have to spend a lot of time or spend a lot of money. <laughs> right. In addition to your, I guess, the, like the regular fights, there are a few like uh, alternatives or like uh, variations. There's a hunt where you can fight against different enemies. Uh, I'm not exactly, exactly sure how the enemies differ, but in the hunt, you can you win minerals. You got the minerals for this. You get the minerals <laughs> and other um, materials, which you can then use to upgrade your weapons which I think you just get gold coins if you win a regular fight. Um, and there is also the arena. Sam, did you mm. get to the arena? So I got it. I got to there on my... Something happened with my game, I have okay. to say. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. I had to reinstall it. <clears throat> and when I reinstalled it, I had to start from the beginning. So I, the first time I've sort of played it, I, I got to the arena. Mm-hmm. And, but I didn't try the arena. And then the second what? time... I just had to come back to close to that point. I haven't reached the arena yet. Right. The arena is where you get to battle people in real time. Um, so it's kind of nice that there's this, these sort of two modes. You can do like this story mode, ding, ding, where you can progress along the map. You play the AI, I guess, or like these sort of predetermined levels. Uh, but then you can also go to the arena to uh, mix up the gameplay and then play it against other, in theory, real people. Mm. again to win re- win rewards and get and spend more on upgrading yeah uh, that's I think, cool yeah i'm glad that i'm glad that that's available it does mix it up a little bit 
Yes, I also I unlocked it, but I've not had a chance to play it yet. Uh, I got I got uh, sidelined by trying to finish the big boss at the end of chapter four. Mm. What's his name? Sir Edward Sir Edward Drakeson of Highguard. <laughs> and so that let's talk about this. So this boss, this is the first time I actually lost a match mm. out of well, let's have a look. I mean, five, six, I mean more, six or seven stages. Right. And so this was the first time I'd actually lost a game without, you know, 80% health. As we've been saying, like what I lost, I didn't know how I should change my tactics in order to win. Right. Other than, I guess, spending money and leveling up. I think on there's, there's a little pre-screen before you start a match that says, um, prepare. And it kind of gives you some like, uh, <laughs> time to prepare. Little uh, graphics, a little uh, a rageometer. How successful will you be? Uh, and I think it tries to guide you as to what to upgrade with some like little tips and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like uh, even now after being defeated, I wasn't exactly sure what should I do differently next time? Was it just right. purely luck? Was I really lacking in like spell power? That's not a thing, but like cult power or strong. I don't you know. Do you know what I mean? I just, I was my tactic here in mm. order to kill this Sir Edward Drixon. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't able to beat that guy either. Um, and I felt like this was <laughs> okay, the first. Right. This, yeah, this was the first point that actually felt like okay, this is the game. Like this is the paywall, right? right this finally, is what. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm, this is yeah. what King wants me to do. Um, and you, I think to me, it's ultimately like two choices, right? Like you can go back to the previous levels and grind. Yeah. So you are able to then upgrade your character to a point where like okay. Now I'm ready to fight him. Or you pay, right? And I have to say, like, the loot box system is done so gorgeously that it's pretty obvious what they want you to do at this point. <laughs> the act of opening the, the, the loot box is really gorgeous and satisfying. <laughs> like, yeah. you're in this cathedral with a stained glass, and it's like a cycling camera view of you walking up to the treasure box... All done in like real time 3D. And then like, you know, your face is there like opening the, the treasure box and it opens. And then finally, like you see all the different things that, that come out of it. It's all done very, very well. Um, yeah. As you yeah. would expect from a King game, like this is pretty glossy and looks beautiful. Yeah. And did you notice your phone didn't get hot? Did your phone get hot? No, it did not. Very no. surprising, right? Yeah. And everything about this game is done in 3D and it looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I was very impressed by that. I was like, I was, I maybe played like one session for around thirty minutes. Usually, if it's a, you know, even with like terraforming Mars, I felt like after thirty minutes, my phone was hot. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, with this game, job. yeah, it's very nice. Should we get to the three, three by three Zedwin? Three things that please, and three things that do not please. Snappy, snappy so, threes. Like, like I was saying, this is an absolutely beautiful 3D graphics game that surprisingly doesn't make my phone hot. Uh, if you're interested in what what an iPhone game or a mobile game will look like in this glorious 3D where everything is designed pretty perfectly, even though there are like tons of buttons on the first screen, probably even more buttons than <laughs> Minions Rush, it doesn't feel like it because it's designed so well. Um, yeah, I felt like there's like a central, central button that allows you to progress, you know, 
There are like all these things on the side that are like framed neatly around and doesn't really take up a lot of space. Yep. Um, yeah. If you want to check out something that's absolutely gorgeous on your phone uh, with great UX and design, check this out. I really like the turn-based combat system. That's nice. Like once you're, once you're in a turn, you kind of have to make sure you chain your attacks together a certain amount. But um, yeah, having it turn-based, I like that's like there's kind of less urgency on um, having to pay attention the whole time. Yeah, right. turn-based. More turn-based games, please. If you like games where, you know, you can kind of dig into things, where there are lots of stuff for you to do, but without it feeling so cumbersome and all this information is uploaded to you up front, this yeah. game actually felt really natural. Like, I felt, you know... It gave me a lot of insurances in the beginning. It's like, oh, you don't really have to worry about this stuff yet. But when you do, like, here's how you can do it, right? It just, Mm -hmm. the tutorial, even though you said it was, like, really long, for me, it didn't really feel like a tutorial. Like, I was actually, I felt like I was just playing the game. And a lot of times, like, it gave me information in, like, this really good drip way where I wasn't overwhelmed. Like, if you remember Captain Tsubasa. (laughs) (laughs) How could we forget? (laughs) Just like pages and pages of tutorials of things on like how to upgrade, how to like merge your cards and all that stuff. It just felt so uploaded, like upfront and needless because I wasn't interested in that. Um, But here it's all about just like really guiding you through. And I think this is what King is like the master of, right? They know how to onboard you. They know how to make sure you're a retained player. Mm. Um, So I kind of appreciated that. On your point that this is like a good turn-based thing, I think if you're looking for a really good pick-up-and-play action game, um, you know, that feels a little bit more meatier than your normal, like, Candy Crush game, uh, this is a great one. I think there's something about, um, like, outside of the beautiful 3D graphics, you know, this is a -a collect-a-thon game, but the reason why this is so effective is if you get a new sword, you actually see it on your character as a new sword, and you see that sword being used as you play Mm. the game. If you get like a new shawl or like a new helmet, that is actually adorned on your character in 3D. And, you know, it's just absolutely gorgeous. And, you know, these are like the little things that you think, okay, only a company that's really big and has lots of people working for it. Uh, You have the resources to actually make these 3D assets and put them into the game. Yeah, that's a good point. Like the amount of work to (laughs) design and render (laughs) so many of these upgradable items is bananas. Yeah. So impressive. Um, and so if you like that sort of thing, you want to make characters that look really unique, uh, this is definitely one of them. On to the bad points. Bad points. Yeah. About that action. Mm. It just, <laughs> it's really good, but it does fall flat somewhere. And I think it is trying to go for like, you know, more of the mass market appeal where maybe most people don't don't mind that it's a little bit more simplified, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to your point about being able to like dig in, I just think I would have liked to have brought that a little bit f- further forward in the game so mm. you actually understand more about like what your tactics are other than just the tapping or the, the clicking. Because um, even now, I, I don't know, I felt like I wanted to understand. I had to go to read some articles online just like what is actually the game here like what am i what's my strategy what do i should what mm. should i be thinking about when i go into a battle um 
And even then, I couldn't really find many answers on that. I just want that little that little buzz in the back of your mind where you want to go on Reddit and see <laughs> all right. these people who have posted pages about how to build your characters and like what you should do in this situation and all the rest of it, which I kind of was missing. And this is surprising because... I, I've, I've been reading about this game and it seems like this game was in beta for about 19 months <laughs> right. before it came Yeah, out. yeah. So you would have thought maybe there was at least a community where they were like talking about th- this kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was really hard to find just like gameplay information about this game. Yeah, it feels like they put so much into the gachapong and the upgrades and the loot boxes that it just, that just kind of smothers the underlying strategy or gameplay. Yeah. I also would have liked um, some strategy or clickability on your defense. I don't know if that comes up. Yeah, later. right. I don't think it does. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's almost like, well, I just waited out, just get hit. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, on some of the hunt uh, levels, you could there's a, there was an autoplay button, which I didn't mm. realize, which really just hits home the fact that you don't really need to be here. Like, I think you should have. <laughs> it's like, a it clicker. Yeah, it's true. If I right now that I think about it, it's like. They're famous, like the auto chess, like auto plays for you. Um, what was the game we played? That's famous, like Fortress, Team Fortress. No, uh, Dota Underworld. Yeah, yeah. Where the whole point is, you know, you you build your combat army, and then mm-hmm. the actual playing of the game is sort of done for you. Right. Which I think, like this game, tries to do a little bit of that, but not enough. But then also on the clicker side, it's not kind of juicy enough to make you want. It's too complicated to be a straightforward clicker. So yeah, it falls between those two, two, two things there. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's definitely a game to check out. I think. Um, yes, absolutely. Like from King, I, I'm just surprised that they went in this direction after a Candy Crush. You know, I think they almost needed to. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Not that they're they're not making money still with Candy Crush, but I feel like if they just made another Candy Crush game, it would be cannibalizing, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think maybe they could have done something. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. I, yeah. I appreciate it. Um, my last, my only bad point really is that, you know, you can definitely see the paywall coming. You know, you see it approaching. <laughs> and his name is uh, Drakeford of Edwards. It's Edward Drakeford. I forget what his name is. <laughs> Edward Drakeson. Drakeson. Drakeson right. Smith. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's obvious. Like, this is a free game. There's absolutely, you don't need to spend money in like the first, like, you know, X amount of days that you spend with it. Uh, and yeah, you just see it coming. You're like, okay, when am I going to spend my money? Because it's, it's really up to the point of now, like, okay, how effective are you going to be in convincing me that I need to spend my money? <laughs> oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. <laughs> and with this game, it's definitely convincing because it's just such a polished product. Yeah. Sam, did you spend any money on this game? I have not, because I haven't gotten back to that point yet. Oh, right, because it's installed. That sucks. Edwin, so what is your final seven-day rating? I'm giving this a four, Mm. which is, you know, reasonable, a bit less than 50%, but um, I might keep it around a little bit. I just don't, it didn't get its claws into me in a way that I was kind of hoping it might. Yeah. I didn't really feel the need to go back to it after those first four days. I can definitely sense that. Which, which I was surprised about because Candy Crush, you know, boom, I'm straight in. <laughs> Back in the day, yeah. This is a seven days, oh no, sorry, six days for me. Um, the first three days I got to the point where you are now uh, yeah. and then I had to reinstall it 
and I've played another additional three days catching back up. Um, I'll definitely keep it more uh, yeah. and and play around with uh, trying to beat this Sir Drake Edwardson Edwinson Edwin <laughs> Edwin Drakeson. So Frederick of pay up now, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely say rec- check it out. It's you know the latest game from King uh, by a spa based studio <laughs> Midoki. <laughs> If you find out what spa base means, please tweet us. <laughs> so Edwin, it is now up to you mm. to recommend the game for the next seven days. It is. Now, Sam, how nervous are you feeling right now? <laughs> Pretty nervous, okay. considering the last game you recommended was Minion Rush. Well, let's see how you go this week, because Sam, you have seven days to play. Catch the Robot King Noir Solo. Hmm, it's a mouthful. That's a lot of words, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Catch the Robot King. Noir Solo. Is the Robot King called Noir Solo? Is it... Is it Catch the Robot King Noir? Comma Solo? All these, ans- all these may be answered next week. Or not. The tagline, A Chillaxing Robot Hunter. <laughs> Mm. Or are you, or is is Noir Solo the theme of the game? Catch the Robot King, Noir Solo. <laughs> Noir Solo. Okay, let's see. This is one jiggly bytes of storage, so of I'm chillaxing robot hunting. <laughs> I'll see if I can install it now because my space is very limited. That's, oh, you may have to delete PUBG Mobile from your phone which I give you uh, permission to do. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm sure you've kept it around a long time. Great. I'm looking forward to this. It seems like, uh, it seems like a very PUBG based as well. Like kind of, you know, third person shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thing. Yep. It's pretty new and it is not popular. So Sam, that fills all your criteria. <laughs> <laughs> the mirror opposite of a minions rush. Great. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Before we go, Edwin, do you have a thing of the week? I do. Sam, have you heard of Diary Comics? mm, Diary? No, is that like a particular style? Is it a style of comic or is it uh, an an example (laughs) of a comic? It is, well, you're really asking the wrong person, but my understanding is it's sort of like a kind of a lo-fi comic that is kind of more like observational mm. and just put out on a daily basis um, i see yeah a friend just, of mine yeah would more journaly like yeah a friend of mine then would be a actually a diary di- comicist diary comic comicist comicist yeah <laughs> i didn't realize that there's a genre of them mm. that makes sense yeah there's a diary commercist, which is definitely what they like to be called, uh, called Kevin Budnick, who I have been uh, Patreoning. And uh, it is very delightful. For $1 a month, you get, which is quite the bargain, you get to read his uh, daily diary comics, um, which is very delightful. They range from being kind of insightful and thoughtful to just sort of delightfully mundane. Mm. Um, yeah. So if you're looking for something... For one dollar a month, you get access to uh, you know just like a daily little little bit of brain catnip. 
That's the best way I can describe it. I wonder if there's a good way to preview it because I really wish in like Patreon you could do like a free preview just to see what's going on. Uh, I found Kevin Budnick's uh, Instagram. Hmm. Yeah. And it does seem like he has a few of his comics on there. So oh, nice. So maybe, to, yeah. Yeah. So we'll link to that. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you want to uh, subscribe for a dollar a month. Or more if you want to get sort of like a monthly PDF or a actually paperback form. Uh, check it out. It's been giving me little, little, little spritz of joy every day. Nice. That's always good to have. A spritz of joy. <laughs> spritz on your face yes. of joy. <laughs> uh, my thing of the week, Edwin, is very surprising because I'm not okay. usually a sports guy. Ah, okay. Well, lucky I'm sitting down to be surprised. I, I have recently, I'm, I'm now a now converted fan of Formula One. <laughs> the, perhaps the least sporty of sports. Still, I, yes. well, you, you, <laughs> might, you might say that, but there is more to it. See, I'm now, I'm now talking like a, a true Formula One fan. Right. Um, Should we explain y- Formula One? Because I feel like it's very European. But yeah, Formula outside One. Outside of the US, it's not really that well known, right? I'm pretty sure Formula One, if you, if you ask, the general populace, what Formula One is, they'll get, they'll know that it's about cars and racing. Okay, hang on one second. Do you know what Formula One is? Oh, the racing. Yes. See? Okay. Oh, okay. Americans might know, might know what Formula One is. Okay. Based on the sample size of one, an uncertain, the racing thing? <laughs> so yeah, maybe they heard of it. Yeah. It is, yeah. Um, and previous to two weeks ago, if you asked me uh, who a Formula One driver was, I'd probably be able to tell you like one or two and don't know who they're driving for or how they're doing. But I've since watched a series on Netflix called Formula One, Drive to Survive, which is the cheesiest. (laughs) It rhymes and is overly dramatic. It's a (laughs) double entendre as well because it's about how you have to drive in order to make it into the cut of being the 21 drivers that are in a Formula One season. Right, gonna make it into number one. You don't want to drop down to Formula Two, but it's also the fact that it's you know you gotta drive well, to And also there is the danger, right? So it's a triple entendre. Oh no, (laughs) there's just too many entendres. But it's it's a it's a documentary that follows the whole season of Formula One year by year, right? So they they're on their second season. They finished out their second season. I think they're about to show their like third season that's coming up, but. Um, the first season is about the 2018 year of Formula One. Mm-hmm. It follows around a couple of people, but it actually follows around uh, a lot of different teams throughout. But the stories that they tell are really cohesive to like one episode and there's like a general theme. It's just really well put together. Even if you're not a fan of Formula One, I would recommend checking it out. But I can say this is such a good way to watch an entire season of sports because now I can tell you who like the main drivers are. I can tell you which teams they're driving for. I can tell you how the teams are doing. Mm. Um, you know, it's just very surprising because now I feel like I can actually have a pretty good conversation with a F- Formula One fan. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. I feel like, uh, but like in the UK, it's pretty prevalent. Like you just, it's one of these things you kind of absorb just because it's sort of on the back pages of the newspaper. It's mm-hmm. like on the TV. You don't necessarily have to go and sort of hunt it out. So you just get a general awareness of, you know, who the drivers are and like, how's it, how's it going? And like, right. um, Sebastian Vettel was like this amazing driver. Amazing driver. And, um, Used to be on Ferrari. Now he's no longer on Ferrari, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. So it becomes 
yeah, you just get used to the exposure of like who the teams are and generally who's going and like how because uh, like there's British drivers. I think which also is interesting to the British public. Like um, that person whose name I'm totally blanking on right now, Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. Thank you. Yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> I he's think it was like beast. Nigel Mansell, who was uh, he's from the nineties, right? Um, but I suppose in the US, you kind of really have to like seek it out, like to find the races. Probably take some effort and to like even get get amongst it is to under is to sort of um yeah it takes some effort i think it's maybe a bit like baseball because right. it becomes it's not the act itself it's like everything around it it's like the tactics the strategies the infighting and the personal dramas that actually make it so from the outside it looks oh they just go around a track for four hours maybe they'll crash who knows kind of mm-hmm. like baseball is like oh they sort of hit a ball and run around a bit. Oh, they might get a home run. I understand that, but everything else around it is a little bit murky. Um, but yeah, yeah, I should check it out because it's really cool. Because like Formula One is not just about the race, race driver, race car driver. It's actually it's about the team, how they operate. You know, you have like the pit crew, you have the engineers, you have the the, the team leader, essentially like the CEO running the company who kind of, you know, is like the guiding force behind the entire team. And so it's just like really interesting to understand these intricacies yeah. of Formula yeah. One. And so what's really interesting about the series is also that the, the the actual skill of driving, which is, you know, you have to have like lightning fast reflexes and almost like pilot-like abilities in order to oh drive my gosh. these F1 cars. Yeah, like it's, it looks like, as always, like on TV, it looks like nothing. But there's this one episode of that terrible TV show, Top Gear, where you see things which Hammond like trying to drive one of these cars. It's insane. And it's just like, even is so upsetting and scary <laughs> just to watch because right. like these cars, you cannot drive them at 60 miles an hour. You have to drive them at, a, at 160 miles an hour because otherwise right. all the physics and everything they're designed for doesn't work. So like you just have to drive insanely scarily fast for these things to be safe. Like it's in fact, it's unsafe to not drive. Oh my right. God, it's just horrible. It's excuse me. The, and these are like the yeah. best of the best of these drivers, but that driving skill and how much it actually takes, it's almost put in sort of the, it's an afterthought of this entire series, which I think is was so interesting, right? Mm. That they're not focusing on like this really easy aspect to focus on about F1, race, F1 racing um, and telling the other stories instead, which I thought were really good. Yeah, uh, But yeah, definitely check it out. It's like, I'm a huge fan of the series now. I'm in the middle of season two. Drive to survive. I know. Cheesiest. <laughs> the cheesiest. All right. And that is our show. Sam, you have seven days to play. Counter. Co- Counter. The, wait, noir. <laughs> noir. <laughs> FX Studio. What it's called. Um, oh, I, of course, I don't have it. <laughs> I, catch, have the I know. I've got it. I've got it. Catch the Robot King Noir Solo. And by next week, I'll find out where to put the emphasis on those words. If you have any game suggestions for us, you can tweet us at 7 Days to Play. And follow us on Spotify at 7 Days to Play. <laughs> <laughs>